You're listening to the Cityus Playground podcast by Leadership Foundations. I'm Rick Enlow, and I'm here with Dave Hillis. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. Today, we are going to follow up our Whispercast, where we really um, we examine the idea of, uh, well, just to, to th- this will prove to people that didn't listen to it that they should have, but we, we <laughs> talked about the Agathos versus is it Kalos? Kalos. Kalos, yeah. And so we might want to just highlight that just a tad, so, you know, kind of a teaser, but that we explain that in more detail mm-hmm. because it, it relates to not only what uh, the work uh, that, that LF does uh, is about, but, but the way that the work is done. So That's give right. us a little, uh, just a reminder. Yeah, again, I, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I'm going to sound like I'm a Greek scholar, which I'm not. Um, this came from uh, Father Placidus, who's been a good friend of mine, Benedictine monk for many years. But he talks about how in the Greek language, there is two words for good. Uh, one is agathos, and the second is kalos. Um, agathos means the the goodness of the thing, you mm-hmm. know, its, its essence. And it uh, is a word where you'd say, you know, we hope people are saying, well, that's a good podcast. Yeah. Um, the chaos word actually mean assumes the goodness of a thing, but it means do it in a goodly way. Um, so in other words, I think in the minds of many, and of course we've experienced this, a good thing can happen in an ugly way. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that, that happens in this Matthew 5, 16 verse is that Jesus reaches for the word chaos. So he, in effect, says, do the good thing. But what's really going to bring praise and honor to God in heaven is the goodly way in which you do it. Mm -hmm. And so part of what we talked about, Rick, was the idea that that's what Leadership Foundations is trying to think about. Of course, we're going to do a good thing. Build a house, mentor a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, engage a, a system. But more important, or at least as important, is the goodly way in which we do it. And, and, and talk about the fact that uh, one of the ways to evaluate that is part of LF's um, sort of approach uh, and, and really fingerprint is a collaboration. And so if we're involved in practicing uh, in the goodly way, mm-hmm. um, the chaos, you know, uh, then what does that mean in terms of working with others? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a... a Perfect question. And so I think it means at least two or three things. One is that Leadership Foundations uh, is of the belief that the, the primary problem you know, in a city, uh, far more than you know, resources, although they're important, good programs, um, is actually uh, leaders of good faith and goodwill working together. Mm-hmm. And so for us, at least, if, if you're doing it in a goodly way, it means that you are removing what I oftentimes like to say is, is rivalry mm-hmm. uh, from those uh, that are working together in a city moving forward. And one of the primary ways I think that you can at least measure that is whether or not uh, your partners uh, feel empowered or diminished. Mm-hmm. And often, um, if, if we're you know, honest with each other as we talk about a lot of these things that we do, uh, you know, you'll get done with this project or this collaboration, and you'll say, well, I, I suppose we got done what we said we were going to get done, but I feel less as a mm-hmm. result of it. And leadership foundations, again, are trying to invert that and say that uh, if it's a good collaboration, if it's a good partnership, um, your organization, your uh, leadership should actually be lifted up. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it, it should be uh, embellished and not diminished. One of the interesting questions I have is that we, in, in almost every endeavor, but certainly at LF and especially in, in work, you know, in the cities, is to evaluate things based on sort of data points. You know, I mean, you know, hey, how many people, how mm -hmm. much time, you know, what was in, what was invested, what you know, how do you uh, how do you measure, you know, the 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 goodly way in collaboration, you know, the fact that people were empowered instead of, you know, where we, where we don't play the, the, the zero sum game, you know, like only we can win, yep. you know, I mean, how do we measure that? I mean, if you have any answers, I'd be, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think that uh, the framework for that, of course, is that you need to do, you know, the hard quantitative work, you know, I mean, what, what are those numbers? And yeah, uh, I mean, right now, for example, we, uh, we're, putting together a federal report for our grant with the Department of Justice. Um, they are decidedly on the quantitative side. They want to know how many kids and mm -hmm. you know how many hours and how many lunches and all of that. The qualitative side is, is the question you're asking, right. and it is more difficult. Um, so in other words, yes, you mentored a kid, but in that hour of mentoring, did the kid ever smile? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, increasingly what we're discovering in leadership foundations is that you can get to that, um, uh, but you have to be, I think, smart and thoughtful and figure out measures um, so that, you know, for example, instead of just tracking, you know, uh, how many lunches, um, you know, were served or, or how many hours of mentoring took place, um, that you actually now are surveying, you know, the youth uh, as just one small example or the people living in that housing uh, project that you put together uh, for their input in terms of you know were you treated well right uh, did did people respect you um, et cetera, et cetera. so we're on the front end of that um, more than anything what we've tried to do in leadership foundations is just make sure that all of our leadership foundations know that that is what we um, value and we're going to talk about it um, and so I think that has has been uh, what we've done to date yeah well I, I'll, I think one of the things Jesus shows us uh, I'm just putting it out there you know is the idea of um, you know eating together <laughs> and I think that that's almost like mm -hmm. a that's sort of a qualitative venue because you know it's like saying look we're gonna work together with a you know in a collaborative way with maybe several different groups organizations individuals and um, when it's all done, are we, can we still have dinner? You know, I mean, you know what I mean? And that's I think because it's a, yeah, it's a sort of a test of relationships. And it's like, uh, in some ways I think of it like uh, everybody gets in a car and we're all gonna meet at a certain location. Yep. But when we get there, how we got there is important. You yeah. know, how many, did we, how many people did we cut off? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right. were we in violation of any speed right. limits? You know, so I think that that, uh, but, but sometimes all we have evaluated, you know, in the past in a lot of endeavors is just whether we made it. Yeah. You know, so I think that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, no, I, I think that's great. And of course, anytime you lead with, you know, Jesus, then yeah. you, you know, you, you got the right answer, <laughs> whatever you say afterwards. I know, I should have started with Apostle Paul and you could have trumped in with Jesus. But yeah. <laughs> Um, but the other the other thing that I would say for leadership foundations by way of this um, you know quality and quantity um, for us of course the whole framework of everything we do is is through the incarnation mm -hmm. um, so if you can keep that you know idea out in front of us all the time um, I mean as an example I mean we're offering programs let's say and you got to do programs but do you do it within the community you know within the city or do you do it from the outside in 
And so those are the kinds of things that, that again, I think you can have um, good, concrete conversations about and, and say, yeah, that was done in a goodly way, mm -hmm. or at least a more goodly way than what we had yeah. um, initially Well, and, and also, I mean, there are, um, when we collaborate, we work with organizations who are sort of on the Agathos page, you know, and they haven't really thought through that, you know, the, the, the way that they're operating is, mm -hmm. is what is, you know, really more eternally impressive or, or give, giving glory to God. So that's a, that's a, in itself, a leadership move, you know, when you work with people, because yeah. I think that's, that's attractive. So I think what, what we want to do now for the, for the next uh, uh, segment of our time is to kind of get an update on some of the things that are going on in the network and then uh, ask ourselves, okay, uh, that's fantastic that this is happening. Now let's examine like, um, you know, the way that it's happening. It, can we see the goodly way yeah. in, in, in these endeavors? And, and, and I think in just this podcast exercise, it's a one way to, uh, you know, to measure, you know, in conversation. Yep. And then of course we want to, uh, invite others who are listening to, if something occurs to them, well, you know what, you guys, you forgot about this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is another uh, element or aspect of the goodly way that, that I see. And you can mm -hmm. certainly always uh, email us at info at uh, leadershipfoundations.org and, and that mm -hmm. helps us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what's going on. First of all, let's, uh, let's leave our continent. And, um, and even though uh, it's easy for us to think that this is where uh, God's most at work, you know, here mm -hmm. in, <laughs> in our own backyard. But uh, in Africa, there's some very exciting uh, uh, things happening. And then first describe what, what that is, and then we'll uh, yeah. ask ourselves uh, in what way that that happens. Yeah. And, and let me uh, maybe again loop back to our, our listeners. Um, the image that we've used, uh, you know, we call this the City's Playground um, podcast. I've, I've, spoken about this enough times where I will get up and talk about, you know, that's Leadership Foundation's gift is that we see the city as God's playground rather than a battleground. Mm -hmm. And of course, the book, um, talk about some of the ramifications of that. At some point, of course, somebody will say, okay, great, um, but my city doesn't feel much like, you know, the playground that you're describing. And I then talk about how yeah, that's, that's right, and there is a cultivation part. In other words, you know, to use the metaphor and to go even further, uh, someone at some point does need to decide where a sandbox, where a slide, where a swing goes. Um, so in some ways, as we walk through these, Rick, part of what, what I would love you know, our listeners to be thinking about is, okay, this is the cultivation part mm -hmm. of the playground. Uh, this is the stuff that is the hard work, you know, day in and day out that we are trying to decide, you know, so where should that slide go? Mm -hmm. uh, where, where will it best be accessible for people? Um, how about the sandbox? I mean, maybe over here instead of over here. And that's really what leadership foundations are doing around the world uh, in these 75 cities is, you know, cultivating uh, their cities into playgrounds rather than battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. So, And certainly that's part of the goodly way mm -hmm. is to uh, have, you know, uh, look for wisdom in in the you know design mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so yeah so let's take a look at uh some of the things that are happening that in, in you know thinking in that way that uh that this is the work of lf around the world that determining you know where it's best to place mm -hmm. uh you know the the in present endeavors yeah which again i'll take you back to africa yeah. which i i 
really appreciate the chance to have visited, you know, and have, you know, so when you talk about uh, what goes on sometimes, especially in Pretoria and those areas, I mean, I actually got to uh, be there and yeah. I was really, really, um, I mean, I, I'll never be the same as a result. It, it was very uh, inspiring and helpful, yep. you know, to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we just um, actually finished. This is hot off the press. Um, the Leadership Foundations uh, in Africa gathered here uh, this, this last week and a half. Um, again, some backdrop to this. Uh, from the inception of Leadership Foundations, and I've, I've always uh, been so thankful um, that this actually took place. Uh, we were global from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, while it started in Pittsburgh, um, it got uh, grabbed a hold of by Stefan de Beer, Dr. Stefan de Beer uh, in Pretoria, South Africa, uh, as early as 1989. And so when you look now back over our, our shoulder, um, Leadership Foundations has always been global. Mm -hmm. um, it was never a, you know, U.S. thing. And then it's like, yeah. oh, I think we should go across the ocean. Um, right. So a lot of who Leadership Foundations is today, uh, in terms of why we do what we do, the way we do it, um, has a lot to do with how a Stefan de Beer, uh, an Abishai Gear, a Joel Van Dyke have helped shape us moving forward. Yeah. In the context of Africa, what uh, has happened is, is that the first Leadership Foundation was built in Pretoria, South Africa. Uh, it was right on the front end of the apartheid. Uh, Stefan, I mean, there's many, many stories. He, he actually uh, got his start um, in, in a somewhat tragic way. He was doing work uh, with uh, uh, kids of color in Pretoria. He had set up a, a sort of center for them to help with education and health. Uh, he goes away from the weekend, uh, comes back, and it had been uh, arsoned, uh, mm. and nine boys uh, died. And Stefan recognized at that point, um, okay, I was doing all this good work, but if you don't take care of a system, yeah. uh, it can come through in one weekend and destroy all your work. And so yeah. that's what sets uh, Stefan off in search of, is there a wineskin? You know, is there a model of ministry that's not only got relevance on the street, uh, but is also thinking about the systems that affect what happens on the street? And that's how the Leadership Foundation in Pretoria got done. Hmm. So he's doing it and it's working and of course, right, you know, the law of attraction. Uh, other cities yeah. uh, begin to uh, think about, well, we'd like something like that as well. And so leadership foundations in Africa begin to, to come up. Uh, that's a long way of saying that for the last uh, now 10 years, every two years, uh, they host uh, an African Congress um, in um, Pretoria, and the first part of it is just for urban practitioners. Uh, and it's, it's more on the academic end where uh, upwards of 250 people uh, this last week would show up and just think about urban Africa. Uh, mm -hmm. What's taking place? You know, what are the issues? Uh, how do we begin to look at models that can, you know, really uh, do something creative? And then once that ends, um, Stefan very smartly uh, holds over uh, those that are actually doing leadership foundation work. And so there were 14 cities from Cairo down to Cape Town uh, that gathered together. And of course, they always. Uh, we'll include a couple more from the African Congress because one of the models that gets lifted up is leadership foundations. And so someone will, you know, from some city say, well, you know, maybe I'd like to, you know, have something like that in my city. And mm -hmm. so they are invited into the actual LF Africa gathering. Uh, 
And then the third piece of it is that they actually participate in what's called the Feast of the Clowns, uh, which is an event that the Leadership Foundation in Pretoria, the, the Shwani Leadership Foundation, uh, hosts for people living in the city. And upwards, and I think, Rick, you actually participated in this when yeah. you were there, mm -hmm. but upwards of 30,000 people will come out um, to uh, celebrate what it means to be a citizen um, of, of Pretoria, uh, yeah. South Africa. And uh, so that takes place took place over about 10 days and it, it just uh, it's hard to describe you know I've been there a couple times but just the energy the vibrancy the mm -hmm. the sense of hope you know in the midst of some very difficult um, situations that the leadership foundations in Africa under Stefan's leadership has generated mm, yeah sounds great well I mean uh, uh, yeah the, the thing that I got to participate in uh, the Feast of Clowns effort was also uh it sort of overlaid the uh the world cup when it was in south africa yeah, and it yeah. was what a what an experience because I mean, not only were there thousands of people at the park but then there were all kinds of um uh, ways for people to engage you know uh, help and information and and uh, you know just mm -hmm. to, to network and and it was really really something so mm -hmm. yeah that's where i think for me um uh, I was impressed. I mean, this is sort of pre-Agathos uh, Kalos, you know, for me. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't really thinking, but I was impressed with the way that that, that happened, mm -hmm. you know, as well as what was happening. Mm -hmm. Because I got to, you know, sit in on some of the uh, early meetings, and, and I, I got to see the relationships that um, were being forged behind the scenes, which were going to outlive the event. That's you know, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah and, and so, I mean, again, to your point about, so there is the, you know, the Agathos, you know, um, part of the Africa gathering, which is, you know, people are coming together and uh, there's good speakers, there's, you know, um, good administration, all that. The, the Kalos part um, is that in a country, uh, in a continent, actually, that is so severely divided, um, the Africa Congress, for example, um, I mean, it's Catholic and Pentecostal and high church and low church and churches who think the Holy Spirit is in the organ and, you know, others mm -hmm. who think the Holy Spirit is in the bass guitar. I mean, it, it's just, it's hard to describe, um, you know, the theological bandwidth of that group. And that's, you know, in the midst of so many groups that will gather together, but it's the family. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you, only, you only get into that group if you, if you have the right card. Um, Stefan just kicks the doors open. Um, and then you, and the, the other thing that's just so wonderful about it, Rick, is that, you know, you could easily make this a leadership foundation event, right? So it's right. like, you know, we're, we're going to spend 10 days trying to persuade you that the leadership foundation's model is the right model. And what Stefan does quite smartly is say it is a model. Um, and we're going to lift it up, but we're going to lift it up with other models. And, mm -hmm. and now you'll have your, in a sense, kind of cafeteria of choice. Um, what will best fit for your city, for your community? And again, I think that's the goodly, you know, way right. in which it's done. And then the, the last element is to then get people out actually in something like the Feast of the Clowns. I mm -hmm. mean, here it is in real time. Yeah. So this isn't just theory. I mean, this is praxis, right? This is... Right you know, the way a city can begin to actually be loved and cared for. And so, again, all of that is good things, but more importantly, happening in a goodly way. And I could say that for 
uh, that particular um, Feast of Clowns, uh, you know, season that I was there, I know of a couple of guys that we're related to. Our sons uh, came up with an idea. I only to, I only claim that yeah, at certain times. Yeah, but but they did uh, talk to uh, me. I remember talking. They were talking to me about how they would like to, um, you know, develop a way for kids to tell their stories mm-hmm. using film. Mm-hmm. And what was so to me um, identified the goodly way in this is that here's these these two guys, you know, uh, mid twenties guys. They contact the Schwani Foundation and say, hey, this is our idea and this is what we'd like to contribute, you know, and they were yep. invited. They were like, that sounds fantastic. Be a part of what we're doing. Yep. And, and they were connected. And, and then, of course, they, they dragged some of their uh, friends with them and yep. they were working in all kinds of different uh, endeavors. But to me, when, whenever, if it was just the Leadership Foundation thing yep. and that you wouldn't be open to, uh, you know, a couple of, you know, guys from across the ocean and they were they were uh, they listened to him and said you know I think this this is great um, yeah. you know feel free to yeah. to swing away with this yeah and I I love that because that to me was um, exhibited I mean pure collaboration mm-hmm. and I also think um, you know when we use the idea of uh, you know the LF book that you wrote about uh, playground versus battleground I always think soundtrack you know because I mean I've watched uh, fortunately I've never been in an you know, much of a battleground, but, you know, mm-hmm. seen a lot of movies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, but yeah, we've all been in places where there's conflict, whether it's even just a local police activity or whatever. And, you know, there's a certain soundtrack to that. And then you, we've, we've been at playgrounds and there's a soundtrack to that. And what mm. I, I think is evidence of mm. the way things are being done is to listen. And, and, you know, when you describe this group that comes together, you know, and the Congress mm-hmm. and then the, the LF group in Africa, you know, you, you hear uh, laughter mm-hmm. and you hear, uh, you know, like conversation and, you know, and you don't hear the soundtrack of conflict, you know, and mm-hmm. to me, that's another way to, to say, wow, this, this is a playground meeting mm-hmm. we're having here, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and there's so many meetings that we are most of them televised, you know, at least on YouTube that are, are really just, you know, people yelling at each other. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you hear that, I think it should trigger something like, wow, this, this is kind of a battleground meeting here. Yeah. You know, this is hmm, interesting. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit like what you and I talked with uh, Eric Geary about um, in terms of leaders of good faith and goodwill and the um, role of humor. Uh, yeah. And I, I think you're absolutely right. That's a telltale sign if, if there's laughter taking place. Yeah. Well, so that's a... Uh, fantastic update in terms of what's happening there mm-hmm. um now let's move uh, from africa to uh the global youth initiative and so for some that may be just joining us uh explain what that is yeah we uh the backdrop again to this is that one of the geniuses i think of leadership foundations from the beginning was the understanding that cities are living breathing organisms um, now, every time I say that, you know, people get just a little kind of on edge, like, hey, what are you talking about? But I think an argument can be made that when you look at cities uh, in the scripture, uh, they're actually uh, talked about, thought about like they are alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Jesus's words, you know, when he's tenderly speaking to Jerusalem and saying, you know, Jerusalem, if you'd only known the things of peace, I long to put you under my wing, you know, mm-hmm. as essentially a, a mother hen puts her chicks under mm-hmm. the wing. Um, in, in modern day, I mean, we know, for example, here in the Northwest, that you know, there is a huge difference between Seattle and Tacoma. 
we know there's a difference between Minneapolis and Dallas. I mean, that goes on. So what that has meant for leadership foundations is that we've always tried to protect the entrepreneur in that particular city because they know what's best for that city and what to do. And, and we think then that, you know, there would always be a programmatic, you know, um, uh, difference because Minneapolis isn't like Maputo, et cetera. Right. So that's, that's the backdrop. Having said that, one of the things, though, that we have discovered probably in the last, you know, five years and named it is that almost without exception, uh, any local leadership foundation is doing something around youth. And we think, you know, that has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, if, if you're serious about actually trying to make a city better, um, you know, you are going to have to pay attention to the young people in that city. They yeah. hold the best hope for what that looks like. Yeah. So we, uh, a number of years ago, got a grant to mentor uh, young people through the Department of Justice. And as we begin to roll out that program, we recognized, well, this money will end. Um, and so instead of just, you know, kind of getting the grant and, you know, staying with it as long as the money was there, what would happen if we actually built into leadership foundations um, a commitment to youth that was more permanent? Mm -hmm. And it was in that context, Rick, that we created the Global Youth Initiative. Um, and the Global Youth Initiative right now has four strategies in it. Uh, the first is our partnership with the Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, interestingly enough, that enshrines the, the great basketball players in this world. Mm -hmm. and I can say more about that at some point, but um, we're partnering with them to help mentor youth. The second is with the National Basketball Retired Players Association, where we put on uh, clinics uh, throughout uh, the U.S., uh, the third is that we do have a three-year grant with the Department of Justice called Mentoring Youth for Leadership. And the fourth is that we are doing a particular project in the largest slum in Africa, uh, the Kabira slum, uh, right outside of Nairobi. Uh, it's called a Highway of Hope, where we will be building uh, 16 outdoor basketball courts. Um, and all of it um, leads to, you know, the one fundamental um, idea of, of how do you mentor young people um, into maturity uh, so that they are, you know, positioned to really, uh, you know, help empower their life moving forward. Hmm. So that's a global youth initiative, um, and it's, it's been um, very exciting to, to put together and, uh, again, have, have a strategy that is used by cities throughout uh, the LF network. And so understanding what you know the backstory and uh you know what it, some of the activities look like now let's ask ourselves the question what how do we identify the goodly way mm -hmm. you know in this initiative yeah uh, again two or three things one is just the strange cast of partners mm -hmm. i mean you, you know when you just sit there and you put on paper basketball hall of fame communities and schools the retired players, the Department of Justice, mm -hmm. uh, the Police Athletic um, League—it's—it's it's a bit breathtaking, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you—it's almost as though you have to sit there and kind of go, "How does that, you know, collection of motley characters all show up into the same place?" Um, but again, I, I would argue that that's precisely the the goodly way mm -hmm. um, that we're actually forging partnerships amongst unlikely people. Yeah. Um, you've got faith groups like leadership foundations. You've got 
um, you know, I mean, the Basketball Hall of Fame that, that at one level sits in such rarefied air, it's, it's almost, you know, kind of uh, breathtaking. You've got retired players. Some of these players, you know, you know, I mean, obviously never reached stardom. You know, the Police Athletic League. So the fact that we're all working together, mm -hmm. I think, speaks to this, this goodly way. Yeah, and I, again, because in collaborating, um, it's just, you know, it stands against rivalry and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the idea that, that somebody has to succeed for somebody else to fail and all that. So I think you're right. That's, yeah. that's a good way to, yeah. to evaluate it. The, the second thing that I would say that, that is the goodly way is that uh, what leadership foundations do is to try to take monies, for example, like the Department of Justice, and not just, you know, get a youth mentored. I mean, that's, that's good and great, and ultimately that's what we have to report on but is actually to develop the capacity of other mentoring groups that are already in that city. Um, and, you know, again, the old notion of, you know, I mean, you know, teach someone to fish, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of a thing versus uh, just uh, feed the fish. But we're always trying to build capacity. We're always trying to say, you know, these monies will inevitably end, but if we can leave you as a mentoring organization that is stronger, better, more capable at the end of this grant, uh, then we've done it in a goodly way. Mm -hmm. And again, one of the things that really um, just riddles, um, you know, groups that try to do work in cities is we just run from grant to grant to grant to grant. It's right. exhausting. Right. Um, so to just catch one's breath, take a half step back and say, okay, with these monies, um, how do we build capacity? And, you know, a very good example of this right now is what's taking place in the Metro Atlanta Leadership Foundation. Um, Cornelius Williams, who's the president there, is participating in the MYL grant, gets his grant, but immediately creates a mentoring network for the city of Atlanta. Mm. Um, and now I think there's probably six other mentoring groups that in, you know, times past would have been rivals. Right. Well, Cornelius takes that money and says, well, let's build a network together uh, because we really are, to use one of Hillary's frame, you know, favorite phases these days, better together than we are apart. Right. So, again, just another good example of, you know, good thing, you know, mentoring yeah. kids, yes, but doing it in a goodly way. Mm -hmm. um, and even like you said, the, just, just having the attitude that, hey, this is, uh, LF is, some, is one way. That's right. You know, I think if anytime there's an exclusiveness in, you know, the way things are, uh, it, we're walking uh, in the opposite direction from the, the goodly way. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I always think about, too, when you were saying, you know, the how do you get this collection of, uh, you know, groups or people together? I mean, you know, if you think about, uh, you know, much has been said about, you know, the, the people that Jesus walked around with. Mm -hmm. It was the same astounding mm -hmm. thing. You know, mm -hmm. we got a guy over here who's you know, got a dagger in his sock, you know, cause he's willing to, you know, <laughs> to stick somebody yeah, for yeah. nationalistic reasons. And then this, we got this ex tax collector, yeah. you know, who was, you know, uh, collecting money for the, you know, for the enemy at the time. And yeah. then he had a bunch of, you know, uh, um, you know, muffler men, you know, which are the, like the fishermen <laughs> of the day. I mean, like, and then you got uh, like mm -hmm. the, the strange collection of women, you mm -hmm. know, that were, you know, unaccompanied. And I mean, you know, it's just really, I think that's part of the profile Absolutely. is when you see that, Hey, um, not everybody's from our company. That's exactly yeah. right. So I, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And I also uh, want to 
say that um, as we roll out more of these podcasts over time, you know, as we age together, Dave, uh, <laughs> there are other podcasts that do um, that are worth uh, checking out. Because when we were talking about the city, you know, as a an individual, you know, the city as a having its own persona, yeah. I think about the Ray Bakke, uh episodes, yeah, you know, and how he, you yeah. Know, so th- we recommend those as well. And uh, sometimes we forget to mention, you know, that we've already covered some of this ground, but uh, th- they're available there and you can check those out. Mm-hmm. But just before we uh, end our, our podcast, uh, talk about um, communities and mission, and then maybe just uh, sort of do a drive-by on the stages of impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, one, one of the things that, again, I would say, uh, going back to the scripture, um, that Jesus seems most um, intent on doing is that, you know, he's healing, he's teaching. I mean, he's, again, doing, you know, this agathos thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, beneath or along with what he's actually doing is creating a community of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have this saying in, in Leadership Foundations that what we are, both at the local Leadership Foundation level, but as well as our board, as well as our leadership council, as well as our staff, is that we are a mission in community, um, or a community in mission. Sure. Um, and you know, to take it a step further, uh, the idea is is that uh, if you're a community without a mission, uh, it becomes one of self self absorption, mm-hmm. right? And we all know those those groups. I mean, they they meet to meet, and you yeah. just kind of go, huh? The flip to plan side. another party for themselves. You know, <laughs> That's that, right. And that actually, I would have to say, as you know. Again, not a representative of every church, but, you know, being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in part of the church universe, that can happen. You know, they call it, you know, whatever, silo, whatever, but be, you know, everything you realize like, hey, we've structured an entire uh, thing for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the flip side, though, uh, a mission, uh, I mean, a, you know, crystal clear mission yeah. uh, without community actually becomes exhaustion. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, you can't do it. And three years later, you're just spent. So in Leadership Foundations, what we're always trying to think about and talk about is, you know, this notion of community and mission, which ultimately then becomes fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to think about that, again, at every level, at our president's level, you know, at our senior associate level, uh, at our board of directors level. I mean, everybody, even though they might have a little bit of a different mission, um, they are a community uh, in mission yeah. uh, moving together. You know, I thought I think I ran into a, a great example of that in that kind of an unusual uh, way. But there's a, a new uh, movie out, fairly new. It's a it's a documentary called Last Man on the Moon about uh, hmm. Captain Gene Cernan, who was who, you know, was the last guy to to step on the moon. And, and I had a chance to meet him. I ran into him and a friend hmm. of mine introduced me anyway, because I met him. I thought, hey, I got to watch this documentary, you know, because mm-hmm. I really don't know that much about the guy. And what's so interesting is that when you watch this documentary, you see that they're on a mission. I mean, they even call it a mission, you know, like this is a mission, you know, to the moon. Yeah, that's right. But the reason it succeeded was because was they were in community. Yeah. These guys were everybody, the men and women that were working together. I mean, they were a tight group. They they I mean, they were pulling for each other. And when somebody couldn't make it, somebody else stepped in for them. Yeah. And it was very interesting to yeah. see that, like, you know, had they had just, you know, a community of really great you know, people that, you know, were, were interested in, in yeah. interstellar travel. That's yeah. one thing, but <laughs> right. I mean, they really had both. And I see this, right. that's a kind of a neat, um, um, real life example of what you're talking about with LF. Yeah. And I, I would just say the one comment I would make is that, 
um, in all of our cases, whether it's our presidents, whether it's our board, whether it's our leadership council, whether it's our, our staff, what we're really trying to live out is that, that notion that in Christ, you know, things like um, gender, um, you know, uh, begins to uh, take on a different shape and, and mm -hmm. size so that, that what we really ought to have if, if we're living this out is, you know, women and men. Um, right. You know, uh, the whole issue of, uh, you know, the diversity of people of color. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, are our presidents, is our board, is our council looking like the communities that we're serving? Uh, class, you know. Um, that it's not just a, a rich boys club, which right. is very easy to fall into, particularly when you're working with something like a board of directors because you have to fund your organization. Right. Again, is are these communities um, representative? Do they taste? Do they look? Do they smell mm -hmm. like what Jesus raised up in this, yeah. this community uh, in mission? Yeah, so, and, that, and that's, again, uh, one of those uh, lenses. The, the goodly way lens is more uh, to ask yourself, uh, you know, generosity questions versus, uh, uh, you know, dollar, That's right. you know, questions. Cause I always think about Jesus when he, you know, he sees the, the little uh, lady, mm -hmm. you know, making an offering and says yep. now there, you know, there is uh, a worshiper, yep. you know? And I think that, you know, obviously the, you know, the, the startling information for, for most people standing around was like, well, that's, you're not really evaluating things, you know, based on, you know, the, the bottom right, line. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you asked me to just make a quick comment about the stages of impact tool. Um, we of course had a, a couple podcasts on this. Uh, most recently we talked to Pat about operationalizing it, mm -hmm. but I think to your point about what is it about the SOI tool that's being done in a goodly way? I mean, one, uh, you know, you think about, the fact that you've got 76 local leadership foundations throughout the world and, and just, I mean, it's just such radically diverse context. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, different languages, different, you know, a host of problems. But the fact that we all have now a common framework, a common language. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, Abhishek Gear, um, who is, um, you know, trying to see Delhi, uh, you know, become a, a city as playground is actually using the same kind of concepts and language and frameworks um, as Will McCall is in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And so to create that kind of commonality, I mean, right, that's that's taking the old curse of the Tower of Babel, you know, and making it a Pentecost that right. we're actually being able to hear now in our own language. Um, so that's been huge. Um, you know, the second is that we just, and I'm very excited about this, uh, we have just had the tool uh, translated into Spanish. Hmm. Um, and so our leadership foundation in Guatemala City um, said, again, you know, this is an unbelievably valuable tool to us, uh, but it's, it's in English, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, can we translate it into Spanish? And so we now have that in our hands, and it's going to be able to be used in Central and South America and, and some, and again, it would be very easy not to take that step, yeah. um, right? But if, if you're committed to KLOS, doing it in a goodly way, then what you're always trying to do is to move it down to the place where it's most accessible mm -hmm. um, most of the time. And then the third thing that, that the SOI tool, you know, has done that I think has created a, a kind of um, goodly way 
is that it's, it's really leveled the playing field. So in other words, within Leadership Foundation, sometimes it's quite easy to say, well, you all must really be important because your budget is four times my budget or mm. You know, you've got five times as many staff. I mean, all that stuff yeah. that riddles every. Or even just your your city seems cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> good point. Now, what what LF has done, I think, is to say where we measure that. You know, where we say something is, you know, good or bad is is the tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you developing your maturity, your mastery of this tool? And so it allows, you know, um, I, I think just in a remarkable way, a city that, that maybe is not a, you know, put quotes around this, a world-class city uh, to sit at the table um, and say, but look how we have applied this tool right. to our particular context uh, and the city's getting better. And so it's, a, it's become a great, uh, you know, kind of equalizer that I think, again, is, is always the goodly part if, yeah. if people are becoming... Well, I actually... I think you can make the case for this that the, you know, the stages of impact tool is actually a, a goodly way lens or evaluator. I mean, it, it, it you know, it actually helps you ask that question. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know what we're doing, but now with this tool, I can start to understand how we're doing it, you know, like why we're doing it. And, and, mm-hmm. and you begin to, you know, start seeing and, you know, wondering about who's at the table and why not. And so I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a gift right there. It has been. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, you know, I think in summary, and of course we could go on to many other things, Rick, but I, I, I think this at least would give our listeners a good sense of how leadership foundations takes this charism of seeing the city as a playground rather than a battleground and begins to do the hard work of cultivation. Um, and you know, where do we put the slide, the swing, the sandbox? Mm-hmm. And again, all the while recognizing that, uh, yes, do good things, but you know, as important, maybe even more importantly, do it in a goodly way. Yeah. And one of the ways you will know if you're doing it in a goodly way, and I love your comment earlier, is if you probably hear laughter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, if there's a, a sense of joy well i just you know to me i just think lf's work is becoming more important every day because mm-hmm. uh you know the idea that uh our world is more urban i mean is a reality more global is a reality uh that it's uh, predominantly younger and younger over time mm-hmm. is reality and these are all things that you know the, the leadership foundation has been postured around for years and this tool now is, you know, a, a way to, you know, make sure, you know, we're on task. But in the middle of that, the world has become this nationalistic sort of, you know, privatized, um, you know, uh, w- withdrawing from, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. from, you know, unions to, to, uh-huh. to become, you know, to sort of take care of your own thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, and you can just see that, like, that's not just a, a you know, a Western or, or an American phenomenon, uh-huh. but... Um, that feeling that, you know, collaboration, uh, you know, may be a bad idea, you know, and I just think that that, um, those are very short-sighted concepts. Well, you know, just because you brought it up and said it so well, there's a recent op-ed piece by Thomas Friedman, you know, the world is flat author and Mm -hmm. wonderful guy, but his most recent column was wall builder um, or web builder. Mm. And it's, and he is thinking about leadership 
um, and you've either got leaders today and they appear to be gaining prominence mm -hmm. about their ability to say, I will build that wall. Um, uh, and he, of course, is arguing that that is not uh, the kind of leadership that's going to be required in the 21st century. That what we really need are leaders who are web builders. And mm -hmm. I, again, think that leadership foundations, and particularly our SOI tool, um, is exactly that. Um, it gives us uh, the ability now to be web builders, um, and which is what is going to be required to make cities better. Yeah, great. Well said. Thanks, Dave. And uh, Thank again, you, Rick. Uh, info at leadership foundations.org for input questions or uh, if you got any good ideas for the future. Okay. All right. Thank you.